This is Amy Bauman, and you are listening to Speaking Truth with Love. For more information about myself or for His Glory Ministry, you can head to amybauman.com. Now here is today's show. Hey, good morning, and welcome to today's episode of Speaking Truth with Love. I'm Amy Bauman, and I'm so glad you're choosing to join us today. My prayer is that these Tuesday teachings, Sunday sermons, and encouraging messages are a great way for you to listen on the go and renew your mind with God's truth. Today, I wanted to share with you an article that I wrote that was published in January in today's Christian Living magazine. It's called In Over My Head, and it talks about the struggles that I experienced, uh, my diagnosis back in 1996 with bipolar disorder and how God healed me. And I just pray that this will be a blessing to you today and that you will find these words uh, maybe to give you hope and maybe help you understand the journey that you're on and what God has in store for you. I've been told I am lucky, but luck has not saved me. A hand pulled me up from the dark, deep pit that held my soul so tight there was not a bit of air left in my lungs. Each day I traveled down a road with no streetlights that had houses with no doors and rooms with no windows. I was fine to the world, but in my mind, I couldn't slow the racing thoughts or get off the roller coaster of highs and lows, which would dip and turn, leaving me frantically cleaning my home or staying in bed with a breakfast and lunch dishes on the counter. When I was manic, I lived without consequences and could go with little food or sleep. But when I was sad, sleep was my friend, and I loved that I could shut out the world by closing my eyes. My very being that I held to be so real was only a shadow that disappeared when touched by the sun. This is the introduction to In Over My Head, the first book I have written. While I wrote and self-published this in 2017, I had been in over my head years before. In 1996, shortly after my daughter was born, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. The doctors told me that I was genetically receptive to this illness. Due to all the physical stress of having two children 14 months apart, it woke up. I believed everything they told me and took every pill that was prescribed. Little did I know that it had nothing to do with genetics and more to do with the dis-ease that was buried in my heart. Where did this dis-ease come from? Where it always comes from, living in a broken world. My story could be your story. You may have grown up with divorced parents. You might have experienced abuse or neglect or may have felt from a young age that you weren't loved. Sometime in your life, the door was cracked open and you started to believe every lie you were told and that God didn't really care. When my parents divorced, that was when my door was opened. Deadly storms started to blow in and they began to crash against my foundation. Even though that foundation was built on the Lord and I had stood firm for 11 and a half years, I lost sight of the principles of God's truth. And before I knew it, I was slipping into the depths of despair 
and the waves were crashing over me. As I grew up, I looked to the mirror and what others thought of me, and I believed that if I were perfect, I could outrun the tragedies of my childhood. I developed defense mechanisms and buried my shame and pain deep down inside, believing that it was gone when I could no longer see it. But that buried mess of emotions began to manifest inside me and God's original plan for shalom in my life nothing missing and nothing broken, was replaced with the enemy's plan and dis-ease was born. You can believe that I cried out to God, but my screams could only be heard through my journal entries. I hid everything from the world. The only people that knew were my family. My smile was not genuine. My pain was tangible. Each day I would put on an I'm fine shirt, but those closest to me knew I had another shirt underneath, and it read Damaged Goods. In 2002, after running from my illness and dragging along all of our debt, my husband and I lost everything. One morning, I stood in our kitchen with hands lifted to the ceiling, and I cried out to God. I had no answers and no idea how to take another step. I had made such a mess of my life. God, I can't do this anymore. I need you. Please help me. It was in this act of surrender that I let go. I lifted my hands up and let go of everything that I had been trying to do in my own strength. And I had no idea how he was going to fix the mess I was drowning in. I was so in over my head, there was barely enough light to see my way way out. But God. The climb back out was excruciating, and in the end, my marriage was destroyed. I not only lost my husband, my home, and a lot of the material things that were never really ours, I lost my pride, but that was the one thing I didn't want back. My pride had stopped me from reaching out for prayer. My pride had prevented me from letting people know how bad it had gotten. My pride stopped me from relying on God. All the defense mechanisms I had built enabled me to keep functioning, but not living. I had forgotten how to be happy. I had forgotten why I was created. I had forgotten that I was loved by a father in heaven who had created me. I had been distracted by the enemy and taken off course. But what I love most about God is what he's been doing ever since Eve ate from the tree. He's been drawing us back to himself. In 2013, after an eight-hour day of prayer, confessing all my sins and laying down all the baggage that I had been dragging through my life, two women laid hands on me and prayed in Jesus' name, and I was healed. Not only was I healed from my bipolar disorder, but I was forgiven and set free. Though we have different stories My story started the same place your story did, in the garden. When Eve met the serpent by the tree of life, he asked, Did God really say? 
he's been asking us that same question ever since. Did God really say you are healed? You are loved? You are forgiven? You are worthy? You are made in the image of God? This inner dialogue we have each day is not with ourselves. It is the enemy of our soul trying to distract us from who we are and why we were created. It's the same conversation that's been going on for thousands of years. Since that day of prayer, I've been placed on a new path. I've been renewing my mind with God's word and stepping out in faith. I've been reclaiming my identity in Christ and trusting and believing that I'm loved, I'm forgiven, I'm healed, and that God does have great plans for me. Today, maybe you're not battling mental illness. Perhaps it's addiction or perfection or overspending. Maybe you feel trapped in your home and fear has, been, has taken up residency in your heart. Whatever it is, you don't have to stay in that place. Lift your hands to the ceiling and surrender. Climb up out of the darkness and live in his light. You no longer have to be in over your head. You can be free, just like me. Amen. Thanks so much for joining me today. Stay tuned for more Tuesday teachings, Sunday sermons, and encouraging messages along the way. And until next time, be blessed.